0: himself and announce it so uh yeah it was certainly an interesting uh decision in the first round but uh we'll see they could be vindicated in a major way if alex mm-hmm. otherwood becomes a great great you know great what you're vindicated
1: player you don't, you're vindicated when you win enough games to get into the playoffs and do some that that's when you when nothing has come together injuries yeah late late season just you know swoons late season uh just falling apart Uh, This team's got to put a roster together that can stay healthy and win enough games to get into the playoffs and maybe do some damage. And until that time comes, if that once that time comes, we're not worrying about this pick or that pick. Sure. When you start winning, you're not scrutinizing it the same way. They just haven't been able to get over the hump yet. A lot of it has to do with injuries. But hey, everybody's got them. Uh, They seem to have more than anybody else, particularly on defense.
0: Uh, let's get to some Twitter questions to close out the show. And Todd, I'll start with you. Uh, the first question comes from Christian, who wants to know, does Mike Jones start at any point this year for the Patriots? I can
2: see it. Absolutely. I don't think that that's the plan week one. I really don't. I think, you know, by by backing up the brinks, as we talked about in free agency and spending more money than has ever been spent in free agency, that Bill Belichick has brought in enough weapons. And Cam Newton deserves – listen, I, I – I, I question whether he can be a great starter, but he deserves a second shot after the crazy offseason, being signed late, having COVID and all the things that happened in New England last year, and not having a lot of weapons. So now you bring in weapons, you bring in some deep some edge guys. I, I think that Cam is going to be the starter, but because of his mobility and, and his running and, and the fact that he's he's gonna be vulnerable to injury, I think that could be an opportunity. And if 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 it's not going well for Cam, I think Mac Jones has the football intelligence to step on the field and have some level of success as a rookie. But I, I really don't think that they drafted Mac Jones at 15 saying he's going to be week one, the starter for the new England Patriots.
0: All right. Now this one comes from Buffalo ceilings. Who wants to know what did this draft teach you? If anything about the NFL and team building in an atypical situation.
1: Well, I don't, as far as I was concerned, I think the second round stood out to me, guys. I think teams that were aggressive in round two, when you had a day to figure it out, you know, day one ends, you got the whole rest of the time. And they went up, and teams went up. Denver goes up to get Javante Williams, uh, you know, Christian Barmore, you know, Tevin Jenkins. Atlanta moved down and still got Richie Grant but Miami, Liam Eikenberg, uh, Trayvon Merrick. Uh, you know, teams were aggressive in round two to go up and get guys, that most of which we liked. So I thought that was important there. Uh, I felt like most of the teams at a year that was anything but normal, I gave no lower Todd and than field than a C plus grade. Normally I'm given some Fs, a D minus a D, a D plus a C minus a C. Didn't give anything lower than a C plus. And I thought when you looked at all these teams, I don't know if you agree Todd, because you don't grade them, but you still look at them. Was there anybody you thought deserved a D or a C or a C minus?
2: No, it was just a tough year. I'll say this just to kind of answer the question it's it was interesting talking to so many different scouts and the level of frustration of not being able to have the one-on-one face-to-face time with players you know like the zoom stuff is is all good but they rely so so much on obviously the medical but then just getting to know these these people and, and knowing what the general manager wants in terms of what they're bringing into the building and i think i mean you know, we go through this process and we get so caught up in the mock drafts and all that stuff. Like there are like seven to nine scouts on the road for four or five months of their life, usually that are doing this. And they're so used to that process and to have to sit at home and to get on a zoom and not really get to know the players. That was the, to me, the, the biggest complaint I got from every single friend in the league was that we just, we didn't get to know these guys this year, like we normally do.
0: Uh, and question. also think
2: also the ahead, huh? is like like say New England drafting two kids from Alabama
1: because of the connection with Bill. Yep. And then yep. so you trust Nick, you know, okay, I got boom two, and then Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, and the Oklahoma got bank, got two Alabama, two Oklahoma, then Michigan with Harbaugh. So I think I think trusting the coaches in college that you're friends with and you know are gonna give you good information on and players. how many and how many
2: pairs too? Like Jamar yeah, Chase going to Joe Burrow. Sure. So Joe's, you know. Pounding the table for for Chase, uh, you got uh, Jalen Waddle, the receiver, going with Tua Taga So I think there was more trust put in some of the existing players that had been in the locker room with these guys than you normally would have in a given year. And you knew, and you knew, you knew that Urban Meyer.